0: Welcome back to Ahead of the Curve, the Scoliosis Experience. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Teed, and today I'm going to be talking about why scolio patients have hip glides and how to go about correcting them if you have a hip glide. Um, I like to do these episodes. The purpose of this podcast is to give you information in bite-sized pieces So that you can better understand either your own scoliosis as a scolio, uh, fellow scolio, or you can understand better how to treat scoliosis if you are a medical or movement practitioner. So this is pretty much um, a very, it's probably going to be a quicker episode today. This is a concern that a lot of people have, um, as far as the way that their bodies appear, uh, when they're looking at themselves in the mirror, if you have scoliosis and you possess a hip glide, um, you may feel like you have more of a shelf or, um, I've heard my patients and clients describe it more of like a, a love handle on that side. And in reality, it's not actually a love handle, it's your hip, um, it's the it's your curve, what your curve is doing there. And I'm going to explain to you a little bit about what is happening. So there are several different curve types. Um, There's three main categories that they kind of fall into when we're considering hip glides. Um, There is a balance curve where there's actually no real hip glide that's visible. And that's ultimately our goal with our treatment with corrective exercise or Pilates uh, for scoliosis. We're trying to bring you into the most neutral Position most balanced position as possible so that you don't have one hip that visibly pushes out to one side or the other. And then there are people who have a hip glide off to the right-hand side, and then there are people who have a hip glide off to the left-hand side. And um, these hip glides occur as a result of compensations um, from the spine, um, and they're compensating for your primary curve or your largest prominence. So when we have the scoliosis that we're thinking about the scoliospine, spine, um, if it's not a balanced curve and there's one curve that's standing out and is more prominence, more rotated, more side bent than the other's, If we're getting into the nitty gritty of um, radiology and x-rays, it would be the um, spot that has the largest cob angle. And that curve is actually pulling you towards that side. So when um, we're considering the hips, you and your, your legs, your largest curve, your more excuse me, your biggest prominence is pulling you over that leg. And then as a result to compensate so that you don't fall over your hips, glide and shift over to the opposite side. So almost all of the time, there's always exceptions to these rules your hip glide is generally on the side that is opposite of your largest rib prominence or curve prominence. It's a way of keeping you upright. So once you have this information and understanding about what the curve is doing or why the hip glide is there in the first place, then we can begin piecing together how to go about correcting for that hip line and positioning yourself in a better way and a more balanced way to bring the hips underneath of the trunk so that you're closer to a balanced curve versus not. So in order to go about correcting for that curve, we begin by Understanding and redistributing the weight in the feet. So we always begin with the feet when we're going through corrections and standing. You will always, I keep saying always, but that is just silly to say with scoliosis. Frequently, as someone with scoliosis, it's very, very difficult to have an awareness without somebody bringing attention to you or attention to, uh, the way that you're positioning yourself. It's hard to have internal awareness of how you're positioning yourself without either seeing yourself in a mirror or having somebody take a photo of you or having somebody just tell you what you're doing. Um, Often, when I'm beginning to work with somebody, I have them say, I ask them, How do you feel like you are weighting your feet? Do you feel like you're weighting your feet pretty equally side to side, or do you feel like you are heavier through one foot or the other? They either feel like their weight is pretty equal or they feel like they are heavier through the side of their hip glide. When in reality, they're actually heavier in through the side where their largest prominence is. So we begin by shifting the weight side to side, front to back of the foot. And then you will feel like you are putting a bit more weight over into the foot that is the same side as your hip glide. So what that's doing, it's pulling the weight of that prominence of your trunk over towards midline, um, and possibly a little bit beyond initially. And then as you finesse the corrections, um, as you finesse the way that you're Exercising and going through your activities of daily living, you get closer and closer to midline instead of being completely over on uh, your, the side that you want to be on, the side of your prominent side. Um, and then overcorrecting, we bring you back into center. So that is standing. And then it's very similar when you are sitting. When you're sitting, you want to try and have both feet flat on the ground. And again, your tendency will be to put more weight over into the same hip that lines up with your largest curve. And in order to correct for that, you want to feel like you are shifting your weight over towards the opposite hip. So that's by bringing your ribs, bringing your shoulders over top of that hip and kind of pressing it a little bit down into the seat. I like, I prefer to have somebody trying to actively get into that position um, and achieve that position versus propping the other hip that's dropped down. Um, Just because I would rather you use the force of your own muscle strength in order to achieve that versus something that's more passive. And then um, getting more specific into corrective exercise, when we're considering a hip glide and the shape of the muscles surrounding that hip glide, let's just kind of visually try to picture it in your mind. When you have your hips pushing off to one side, let's say you have a right hip glide, the muscles that line the side of that hip are likely more lengthened and stretched out and they have a harder time contracting. And then the side on the opposite hip on that left side, the muscles are more shortened and together. And they too have a bit of a difficult time contracting because there's not a big length or trajectory for them to go because they're already pretty short. So they can only contract a very short distance. So when we are going through your exercises, especially in sideline, using props in order to help bring yourself into a better position. So Let's say we're in a left, you're, you're laying on your left side and we're working on that right hip, which is your right hip line. We are going to shorten the distance that you are going initially in order to get those muscles to contract a bit better. So that would be by propping your leg up onto a stool or onto a pillow so that you're starting off at a higher height and lifting from that point, instead of really struggling to reach the floor and then lifting from that point. Okay. And then on the other side, um, if you are working on the left side, that's shortened, um, you might want to do a little bit of release work before you would go into strengthening that side. So release work means mobility work, possibly using um, Franklin balls or um, lacrosse balls can be a little aggressive, but just doing a little bit of manual work, soft tissue work, a little bit of stretching before you would go and do the strengthening portion of things. This is was a very basic, um, explanation of hip glides, but I hope it helped you to understand why you have a hip glide, how to identify your hip glide and how we go about correcting for the hip glide. Let me know in the comment section, if you are watching this on YouTube, what side your hip glide is on. I love to hear from you. Or if you're not quite sure, we can chat about it and try and figure it out together. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.